Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm your host, Dr. Pat. We get to visit with you each week a whole bunch of times, and I'll tell you, it's been an incredible journey. As a matter of fact, we have some really great things we're going to be announcing here in a couple of weeks, and we want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, most importantly, we want to let all of you know about our expansion uh, to the East Coast, which is kind of fun for those folks that are from the East Coast, um, out of Rhode Island, New York, and Connecticut, thanks to a great, great collaboration we're doing with WBLQ out there and the folks on the East Coast and on the Internet everywhere. So we want to thank all of you for your support. We are not going anywhere. Everybody, everyone always asks me, okay, if you're going to be there, are you going to stop doing this and stop doing that? No, that's not what we're doing. We're doing it in such a way that we just spread the love everywhere. And that's what today's show is about. Green America with Executive Director Alisa Gravitz. She's joining me here today because she is the Executive Director of Green America. She has pioneered amazing techniques for addressing issues of sustainable consumption and production with American consumers and business. But more importantly, this has been a dedication of her life to make sure that we understand what the issues are and, more importantly, what we can do about it. We have been in collaboration with the Green Festivals for quite some time. And for me, my platform is to talk about the many shades of green because if you know anything about me, I'm the person that grew up in New Jersey and got to understand what it was like to live in a shore that was so polluted that you couldn't even walk the beach. And so we've had to learn how to take different levels of green and make it effectively uh, implemented in our lives early on. As a matter of fact, the state of New Jersey, I don't know if many people know this, was one of the first people to incorporate paper recycling. And I was thrilled to, to know that while I worked for uh, the corporation, we came up with the first campaigns under the guise of the Purple Paper Eater. So today we've gone from the Purple Paper Eater to Green America Alisa Gravitz, who has got a powerful message out there, and today we're going to tackle that idea of corporate responsibility, even in economic times that don't look as they did before. Alisa, thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome to the Dr. Petro. It's great to have you here. It is such a pleasure to be here. I just love the work that you all do. Well, thank you. Now, I want to tell people a little bit about you because, you know, it's hard to explain how someone like yourself goes on the journey that you've been on. Uh, I mean, you are part of a movement that has finally gotten recognition here in the past 10 years or so. But, you know, you in particular in Green America, uh, formerly Co-op America, you know, you have been developing solutions for people, social, environmental, you name it. You've really created a platform so people can jump in at, a, at any level that they are. And so you're one of the leading experts on how families and businesses can go green. 
I want to ask you this question. What have you discovered along the way in your journey about what the options are for families and businesses? How has your marketplace, Elisa, changed in the past 10 years? Well, I think what's really exciting in the last 10 years is, is that there are now ways that everyone in America can become green. Um, like you said, Pat, it's a matter of finding a thing that works best for your family. Um, everyone can jump in in the way that makes sense for them. And that's why we call ourselves Green America, because we believe that whether you um, live and vote in blue America or live and vote in red America, we all can agree that Green America is the place where um, everyone can live healthier, where actually you can save money, um, and you can have more fun. So what we do at Green America is try to find those ways that make it easy for people to jump in for the things that matter most to them. You mentioned recycling. Recycling is a great way for people to get involved. Um, it's easier and easier in every town and every city. Um, I, you know, I was smiling when you were talking about the, uh, uh, the, purple, the purple paper eater because in those days you were a pioneer too. It was, you know, in order to do recycling, you, you had to figure out where on earth you could take your stuff, and now many of us can have it picked up. And, um, you know, when it comes to energy efficiency, um, not only is that great for the planet, not only are you reducing pollution and reducing um, things like um, the, the irritants that cause coughing and asthma and so forth, um, but you're saving money and your home is more comfortable. So what we really find is, is that um, more and more people are getting into the win-win-win of going green. Well, and I, I'm, I wanted to point that out to people because when we implemented, and I worked for the, you know, what was formerly known as AT&T and Bell Laboratories, and so that, that, that company at that point in time was always on the leading edge, so to speak, of so many things, human potential, green, you know what I'm saying? If anybody had to go green in the state of New Jersey, it was going to have to be AT&T and all of the affiliate companies. However, one of the things we didn't have, and I would love for you to talk to this today, we didn't have Al Gore's movie. It hadn't come out yet. You're dealing with a culture of people that don't quite understand why this is important. And so we had to get creative. It had to be fun. It had to be a purple paper eater. And, you know, honestly, we had our people in, in the group that I managed dress up as the purple people eater, a paper eater, and go across the country uh, to do that. But we have come a long way. And yet for some, Elisa, we have not gone that far. And I wanted you to address that. How far have we come? And what are some of the top issues that you're faced with right now, what, that you're looking at. So you're absolutely right, Pat. You know, 20, 25 years ago, we didn't, we didn't even have a language for this conversation. No. You know, about green, about recycling, about sustainability. Um, so, of course, the first place you always start is with the language, and that's completely changed. You can't open a newspaper, go onto the web, web without seeing some kinds of recommendations for um, how to go green. So that's an enormous change. Um, what we find also that people can get really excited about is, is that in every industry in the country, there are green leaders. 
Um, in every category that you can imagine, there is a green sector. And that green sector, whether you're talking about organic food or renewable energy or socially responsible investing, that green sector is, is um, at least five, 2 to 5% of the market is growing faster than the conventional choices. So that's the place where all the jobs are coming from, um, where people are getting new innovations and new ideas. It's really an exciting place to be for people who are working there. And, you know, on our way to 100%, that first 2 to 5% is really important because it's the first tipping point. Once you hit that first tipping point, you much more rapidly go to that next tipping point. Like, you know, everyone listening here, how many of us had te cell phones 10 years ago? Well, not very many of us. How many of us have cell phones now, just 10 years later? Almost 100%. So once you hit those early tipping points where it becomes visible, where it becomes easy, where it becomes accessible, um, that's when we can go really fast. And so I'm really excited about things, for example, like solar energy, where California and New Jersey are leading um, the nation. Uh, we're quickly getting to that 10%, 11% tipping point, and it'll be just a few more years to when it's 20%. And then people, everyone will be able to see uh, the real difference. The prices are coming down fast. Um, it's going to be, again, a win-win-win for everyone. And that's what I think the next 10 years is all about. How do we move quickly into these things? Um, how can we make sure that everyone has access to healthy food? Um, all of that is becoming possible, and it's going to be a wonderful green future. You know, let's talk a little bit about solar. I want to start there because we've got so much we're going to talk about today. But I want to start with solar because it's almost as if, and this is where I get a little bit um, edgy around this, because I travel a lot, and you know that, and we know California, of course, California should lead the way. New Jersey, not so likely, but here they are again. Yet when we look around our country, so to speak, and we look at places like Hawaii, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and, I'm, and I can go on, you know, the question then becomes, what is it going to take to have us step up to the level that Canada, for example, has stepped up to with their solar panels? I mean, we have people in Canada right now that are putting solar panels on their homes, completely $90,000 worth of solar panels that the government is helping them with. And so how do we step into this? from an American point of view, and get this so it's a win-win. Well, one point you're making is a great one, that if you can do it in Canada, if solar makes sense in Canada, it makes sense any place <laughs> in the United States. So that, Don't you think? <laughs> that, that's that's a um, really good point, and I always like to underscore, because some people think it's all oh, you can only do it in, in California. No, solar no. makes sense everywhere, and the New Jersey is a great example. Well, I think it's a combination of three things. Um, number one, um, the price of solar, because of all the people who are putting in solar, um, they're helping bring the, um, you know, the economies of scale up and the price down. Uh, we just did a report here at Green America uh, about a year ago that showed in the short-term planning horizon of every utility in this country, um, solar is going to make um, be cost competitive for them. So it's time for them to get planning. And you know what? They are. So that's the great news. Um, every place from Arizona to North Carolina to South Dakota, um, the utilities are starting to plan for more solar um, because the costs are coming down. So that's step one. Well, let me just ask you about this because this sure. is some of the these are some of the things that I I, I want to talk to you about. Step one for a minute because these are some of the things that that most people don't know about. I wasn't even aware, uh, and and this is something that I'm sure you're aware of. I didn't even understand that in some states 
there is a rule to limit the growth of the uh, the, the of the solar the type of electricity uh, used. You know the photovoltaic electricity that is used. Hawaii, number one, had that limitation, a limited growth, and they just, um, what, what should I say, they just overturned that rule. The State Public Utilities Commission raised the limits on how much distributed generation. So I don't want to get into the technical level of this. I'm just trying to understand from your perspective what these roadblocks are and, and what we need to move beyond, because solar is just one piece of the puzzle, isn't it? Right. Well, and it's part of the wonderful thing about getting experience. Um, take the solar example you just mentioned. There was an old-fashioned, outdated, and technically incorrect belief that um, you couldn't have too much solar, a certain amount of solar on the system. Um, and you know what? Plain old experience has proven that wrong. <laughs> Places like Germany are headed to 10, 15, 20% solar, and guess what? The system is doing just fine. In fact, what we find out is, is that um, solar, the more solar you have on the system, the more reliable it becomes. Because if a cloud passes over um, and you have solar only in one place, you'll have less solar. But if you have solar every place, the cloud is only in one place. So um, places like Germany, which, guess what, have um, as little sun as Canada, um, and places like Hawaii, which do have a lot of sun, um, we're getting great examples where that old belief was just plain wrong. So we're busting through it. And I think that's true in a, in a lot of these different areas. Like, for example, take food. There was a lot of concern that it wouldn't be possible for organic food to um, feed lots and lots of people. Well, guess what? We're getting lots of experience showing that that's just not the case. Organic food um, can be raised at scale, can be distributed at scale, and can serve a lot of people with really healthy food. Um, and you know, you can have a lot of theoretical discussion, but when you get the experience and when you show you can do it, that's what convinces people. So in sector after sector, in industry after industry, in community after community, we're finding that these green solutions, again, provide that win-win-win. Um, good for the environment, um, good for your pocketbook, good for your health, uh, and people are saying, huh, you know what, we can do that. Well, one of the things that I wanted to talk with you about is there are countries that have taken the initiative to go organic. And I, I, let me just talk, I met the Minister of Thailand a year ago at a natural uh, expo, Expo East, uh, uh, on the East Coast. I met the Minister of Agriculture of Thailand, and they brought an entire contingency to this expo. And they showed and they, they, they demonstrated how Thailand is going organic. And they brought their food with them and they, they, looked, they were demonstrating fair trade. This is an entire country that has an initiative. And I wanted to ask you about that. Um, where is it attractive for a country to go organic or to look at this as a new market segment for jobs and other things? See, absolutely, and once again, it's that experience factor. A country like Thailand does it, and we all go, hmm, guess what? It's practical. Um, you know, um, and, and, of course, Thailand's getting the win-win-win we just talked about. Better health for their environment, lower costs. You don't have to have fertilizer. You don't have to have pesticides. You don't have to ship them for long, from long distances. And, of course, better health from their people. And you know what? If we eat bad food, maybe we save some money in our food bill, but guess what? We find it later in our health care bill. So 
it's an amazing win-win-win, and um, we can do this. You know, our grandparents did this. Um, oh, yeah. Right, right now we talk about organic um, as if it's something, you know, new and special, and it is. It's great. Um, you know, we're, we're, we love it. We think it's very important. Um, but our grandparents, that's, that's the way it was. Um, you know, farmers in the last century didn't put all that stuff on their fields, didn't have go into debt trying to buy all those pesticides and fertilizers, and everyone lived a much more organic life. And, and the food tasted better, and they were healthier for it. Um, and so, again, sometimes we have to learn from other countries, whether it's Thailand or Canada or Germany or Iceland. Iceland is going to be the first country to be 100% fossil fuel-free. Um, sometimes we have to learn it from our own grandparents and great-grandparents. But um, we know that these, these, these are great things. You know, we can call them green if you want to, or you could just call them good sense and, and better living. Um, either way you go, um, everyone who takes a green step in their life is contributing to a better economy, um, a better, better environmental health, and better family health. Well, and, you know, you um, and all of you at Green America have really raised the bar in a lot of ways. You know, let's just mention for our listeners that are just tuning in may not have heard of Green America, I want to talk to them. Um, Elisa Gravitz is joining us here today. You went through an evolution, so to speak. You weren't always Green America. Tell us a little bit about that change and why that was important to do. So we started out in the world as Co-op America because, again, um, almost uh, we're 28 this year, so almost 30 years ago, the conversation we just had would have almost been impossible because we didn't have certain language like green and sustainability and, um, you know, all the detailed understanding of energy efficiency and toxins and so forth. Um, and so we were trying to say, well, there's two different visions of the future. One of them is a, a corporate America where there's more and more profits and less and less concern about health and um, families and so forth. Um, and maybe there's a different way, and we didn't have a language for it, so we said, well, maybe that's a cooperative America where all of us work together to find solutions. And so we picked the name Co-op America for the, ideas that we could, the idea that we could all come together um, and make better lives for our families and our communities. And that was our name for about 20, 25 years. And then this whole language evolved, and so we just said, well, you know what? Let's adopt the language we helped create. Let's adopt the idea of green America, where, again, we can all come together. You know, everyone who eats, everyone who breathes, um, and everybody who has to, to get from point A to point B and wants to do it in a way that doesn't harm others, they can all be part of green America. And you know what? That's everybody, because we all eat and we all breathe and we all want a better future for our children. Well, and, you know, I wanted to ask you that question because this is a really easy way for people to get involved and get involved at whatever, whatever shade of green you might be right now. Um, and, and this is, for me, this is a great opportunity to introduce you to so many people. You know, I have been uh, part of the Green Festivals, and we're going to talk about those in a minute, but also part of the journey that you all have gone through. And I think that what you've been able to do to bring awareness and action to the forefront has been incredible. For those of you tuning in, um, I have Executive Director uh, of Green America joining us here today, Elisa Gravitz, and we are talking about the evolution, so to speak, of green in America. What this means to us, when we come back, what's the call to action? What has Elisa been doing at the talks that she has been presenting at different green festivals? What is the relationship to green, you know, between Green America 
and our health in this country. When we come back, we'll be talking about major health issues and what role the environment takes with my very special guest today, Elisa Gravitz. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number no. 9 contains no refined sugar. Number no. 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Do you love who and what you see in the mirror? Stop struggling with weight loss and learn to love who you are right now. 95% of dieters regain their weight within five years for a reason. They never truly learn to love their bodies. Visit BodyImageMastery.com to start your journey towards self-love and healing and get the results that you've always wanted. Call Laura Fenimore at 415-464-1234 or visit BodyImageMastery.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, please check us out at drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. We've got a lot of great things going on, and we just want to make sure we include all of you in them. If you're not part of the newsletter, please sign up and become part of that. That's the way you find out about shows like this and about some of the amazing things our guests are up to. Today, Elisa Gravitz is joining us here today. As I said before, she is the Executive Director of Green America. And part of what they do are the green festivals. And before we take on the conversation of health and environment, Elisa, I, I wish, um, I wonder if you might just give people information about your website and how to find out about the upcoming green festivals. Oh, thank you, Pat. It's just, I want to just invite everyone to our website. It's simply greenamerica.org. And on that website, you can find out all kinds of things, how to go green, um, how to, we have a responsible shopper section where you can find out about what big companies are doing. We have a green pages section where you can find out where the small, innovative, deeply green, we call them the 100% green companies, what they're doing. You can find out how to become energy efficient. You can find out how to avoid toxins in the household products that you buy. You can find out how to... Um, uh, do fair trade, uh, which is really important. All of that at greenamerica.org. And you know, Pat, I was just thinking, you've got such a great audience here that um, I was thinking, that, you know, we could make a special offer for um, anyone who wanted to come to greenamerica.org and become a member or call us at 800 green and become a member. 
Um, memberships is usually $20, but we'll give it um, for $10, and we'll give half of that to your show, Pat, because of the amazing educational work that you do. So it's, again, our theme today is win-win. So come on and give us a call, 800-58-GREEN, or come to our website at um, greenamerica.org and uh, just check the $10 box, and we'll, you can become a member, and we'll share that with um, Pat's, Dr. Pat's show because it's such an important show. Oh, boy, that is so great. And we're going to make sure our listenership knows about this because, you know, part of this is in my own education and my own ignorance. I mean, I don't know if, um, you, you know, you run into people like me here, Lisa, and the reason I say that is, you know, it's through the trials and tribulations that I grew, grew up with on the East Coast, but more importantly, my own health issues and what I've had to learn. It's really been trial by fire. And what we're trying to do is say you don't have to go through what I went through, and I don't know about you if you had to go through the same thing, but health is on the forefront. And this is the conversation that very few people are willing to have. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I did the talk on the many shades of green, I made an analogy to the fact that, the many shades of green really relate to your own personal health and wellness, and people were shocked and stunned and didn't believe that. Now you go and you speak at green festivals, and you talk about these environmental factors and what role they can play. So I would love for you to share with us yeah. what you've discovered about the relationship between going green, being green, and health in America. You know, Dr. Pat, I think very similar to you, I had my own personal health journey around going green. Um, although not at first. I, I, I became involved as a young people, a young person during the first Earth Day and I got totally um, transfixed by the idea that if you go green, it's win-win um, for your health, for the planet, and for your pocketbook. Um, but later in life, um, I ran into some health is issues, and you know what? They, they always say um, you only have to turn around and discover what's in your own backyard. Um, I found out that um, I could greatly address my own health issues by being really disciplined about eating organic, about getting all of the toxins out of my home, um, and by being really um, intentional about my lifestyle. So in other words, I started having to follow not just most of the advice, but all of the advice on our website, and I became much healthier. And once I had that own personal experience that it was not only good for people abstractly and good for the planet abstractly, but it really makes a difference. I got that lesson in my own body and in my own bones. And, and you know, now when I do give talks, I make very explicitly that personal connection to your health with environmental health. And I've talked to so many people around the country, Pat, that have also found that out. For example, um, uh, there's a there's a leading um, book writer who um, you know writes about about mostly about the economy about you know um, how to do well in real estate and, and stuff like that and he had two young boys who both had asthma they were only um, eight and nine and one night he was in the hospital with them uh, with one of the boys who almost didn't make it they it took him a long time to to be able to get that breathing going again and he said there is nothing worse as a parent to realize you can't help your own child when it comes to breathing and he said I'm not a doctor, but I am a researcher, and I'm going to go back the next morning, and I'm going to turn over every leaf, over, look under every rock to find out what I can do for my son. And what he found out was if you, um, for people who are suffering for, from asthma, if you get healthy food, if you remove the toxins from your home, I mean, throw out all those dangerous 
um, cleaners, um, get rid of the carpets, um, you know, all the things that any one of us can do that your, your children, if they have asthma, can breathe easier. Well, that was five years ago, and um, within a year, they were able to, to greatly reduce the medications the children were on, and it's been five years now, they have not been back to the hospital. And I have heard story after story after story like that. Um, take care of your health. Take care of, your, of the environment, and you've got a much better future for yourself and your family. Well, and, you know, this is something we're all learning as well. One of the things that I think or one of the least exposed, um, how should I call it, let's just call it new awareness, has to do with cotton. And I understand that almost 20%, 25%, I believe, of one of the most toxic pesticides is sprayed on cotton. And I think that number may have gone up since the last time I checked. And so I wanted to talk to you about sort of the indirect um, exposure because we think about food, and honestly, I'm from New Jersey, and so I know what a tomato that's sprayed looks like. And when you see that, you get it. But we don't see that in some other secondary products. You know, if we were to look at a grape after it's been sprayed, how many people do you think would take that grape and put it in their mouth? Oh, and, you know, especially when everyone's told that grapes are good for you, which is true. It is true. But not when you're also getting a pesticide dose. Right. So, um, actually, Dr. Pat, this is the subject of the next issue of our magazine, where we've taken the, the top 50 things that people eat, and we've said, um, what do you absolutely have to do organic? And you know what? Grapes is one of them, um, because you, there's a lot of spraying in grapes. Now, um Domestic grapes is a little better than um, imported grapes. So um, grapes are important to, get, to have um, um, organic. The berries are important to have organic. Um, and so, um, again, I invite folks so that if they, they become a member now, they'll get all of that next month. Um, and um, you, can, you can learn about it on our website for free. But boy, oh, boy, um, it's really important to think about what you eat. And then, see, if you think about it, oh, what's happening? What am I putting in my body? What am I putting on my face or um, on my body? What am I putting in my house? Um, when you think of it, um, you're, when you make good, healthy choices, you're creating a chain of health that goes all the way back. Um, it goes back to the people who are manufacturing the products because then they're not exposed to pesticides and chemicals. It's going all the way back to the people who are growing the things that you use so they're not be, being exposed to pesticides and chemicals. So, you know, you know, I kind of close my eyes and think about this as a beautiful, healthy, green chain of health that goes from me and my family all the way back to the families of the people who are making the products and the families who are growing the things that we eat. Um, and that's the way we can create a beautiful green planet. So um, it's, 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 really, it's really important. It's not abstract. It has to do about our own personal health, um, the health of everybody we care for and the health of all of the people who make the things that, that um, go on your body and in your home. Well, you know, this is really a conversation that we're going to learn much more about. And certainly for those of you that want to become a member, <clears throat> this incredible offer, um, wow, this is really great. I mean, we're going to let everybody know about it. Folks can go to greenamerica.org, correct? At least that's the best place. Um, greenamerica.org, um, if you're an online person or if you like to call and talk to one of our folks, it's um, 1-800-58-GREEN, and just say, hey, you heard about it on the Dr. Pat Show, and they're, they're, they're there to help you. Okay, when we come back, we're going to be talking about 
what is new on the horizon? What about those electric cars? And is Nissan really leading the pack? Hmm, I'm not sure. I can't wait to talk to Elisa about this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit TheInspiredCoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit TheInspiredCoach.com. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Are you feeling a little lost, powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. you back to the Dr. Pat Show because this is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on for more information about us. Please go ahead and go to thedrpatshow.com or drpatlive.com. So I have got, wow, and what a great conversation. I have got joining me here today, Elisa Gravitz. She is the Executive Director of Green America. She has just made an incredible offer for all of you out there. Membership, $10, and mention the Dr. Pat Show. You can go to the website, become a member, put that amount. I guess you can put it in the other box. That's right. Mm -hmm. If you choose to. And uh, I know a lot of you will just go ahead and pay the $20 because I know that's the way you are. Uh, anyway, and so we want to thank her for that great, great offer. Now, you know, this is, Elisa, I have to tell you, this, this next topic, the whole business about sustainable vehicles, this is a conversation I've been waiting to have, and I've had several of them, you know, so far this year on radio. But I wanted to get it from your perspective. Just like we talked about the evolution of green, let's talk about the evolution of, of transportation and the different degrees that you see people, uh, companies, really enacting a true socially responsible approach. 
Well, Dr. Pat, this has been an area that's also very exciting and growing rapidly. Of course, the most sustainable transportation is the transportation that doesn't need a motor or an engine. And um, more and more people are walking, more and more people are biking. Um, they're overcoming the obstacles for making it easy to walk or bike or take public transportation. Um, they're getting together in their communities, for example, and figuring out safe routes for children to walk to school in. They're doing things like what they call walking school buses, where a parent will um, pick up four or five kids along the route towards school um, and they'll all walk in together and what's called a walking school bus. Um, communities are getting together to figure out how to put in bike routes. Here in Washington, D.C., where I live, we just put a bike lane right down Pennsylvania Avenue so now people can, can bike right to the White House. Um, and um, there's just more and more ways to make cities and towns um, more walking and biking friendly. So, of course, that's Again, one of those win-win-wins. Great for the environment, great for your health, great for your pocketbook if you're not spending money and getting from here to there. Um, of course, at the other end of the spectrum, what we're seeing is some really big and exciting things, um, um, improved uh, uh, rail transit, um, some new light rail going in across the country. It's going to be great. Um, and then for those of us who um, need to drive from here to there from time to time, there are more and more vehicle options. There's, there's um, more cars coming out, um, you know, regular old conventional cars that are getting um, 35 to 40 miles per gallon, which if you're going to buy a new car, that should be your target. Um, because if, if we're all driving 35 or 40 miles per gallon, guess what? We don't need um, to import oil, and we're well on our way to meeting our CO2 targets. Then for those of us who can go the extra mile, no pun intended, um, there's the whole new family of hybrids, and the electric vehicles are on their way. So um, it's very exciting. Um, uh, you mentioned one in the, in the last segment, the Nissan, the Nissan um, electric hybrid is coming out. Um, the Chevy Volt is coming out. Um, both of those will be available in California. Um, and they represent the, the beginning of the future, where there are going to be more and more electric cars. Um, not only is that exciting for um, transportation, because um, uh, at least a third of our pollution and a third of our carbon pollution at least comes from the transportation sector. Gas engines are very, very inefficient, so electric engines are just um, smarter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, even even if you plug in in the middle of the day and it's all coal, it's still more efficient with respect to um, air pollution. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. If you get an electric car and you plug in in the middle of the night, um, we have enough electricity capacity in our country to charge 75% of our cars without having to buy to build a single new power plant because we have so much extra capacity at night. Um, and um, if you uh, get a, a solar system and plug in your car um, at, during the day and charge up on solar, or if more and more companies and more and more parking lots make that available, you can literally, it's going to be possible to plug in your car during the day, charge up on solar, drive it home, and plug it into your home so you can run your home on solar power at night. So it's going to, um, uh, electric cars are going to create our first wave of solar storage um, for us so that we can expand the um, amount of solar energy and, and how we can use it in our homes and in our vehicles. So it's uh, really exciting. And of course, did we talk jobs? All of those things. Um, creating these new electric cars, um, uh, uh, putting covers over parking lots with solar on them so you can plug in your cars, um, all of that, um, from construction to the auto fields to the installation, all of that are jobs that are going to be here in America, green jobs for our future. 
Well, and, you know, this is really a big, big conversation for in so many ways. You know, it looks like things are moving, and, and we have to have sort of a crisis, I guess, in order to get to that place, you know, where people were no longer buying those big vehicles, just, you know, a different conversation around that. And now we find ourselves with the level of awareness around going green and the old story of the economy. And let's talk about that. You know, what have you seen in the past two years that may have been, become challenges for uh, Green America? And I don't mean your I don't mean your organization. I mean this country going green. Well, you know, a lot of people said that um, when the Great Recession hit, that people would stop going green because going green would be considered, you know, too expensive. But what people are finding is, is that when you go green, when you really adopt green principles, you can save money. So, um, of course, an obvious one is when you save energy. Um, we did a 10-year study showing that if you save energy in your home, that will give you the extra money to start going green in every other sector of your life. So um, saving energy is an amazing way to go green and save money. Um, and what people are finding is, is that if you take green principles like saying, hey, the best thing, the best greenest thing is to not do an expenditure or to do, um, or to buy used or to, um, uh, uh, do a clothing exchange, that's extraordinary ways to save money while going green. So people are, are really going more green in the recession because they're saying, I'm going to adopt those principles of green. I'm going to save. I'm going to trade. I'm going to, um, um, swap clothes with my friends. I'm going to really go green and save money. Well, you mean this is a big opening of a yeah, this is the opening of a, another a conversation that you and I will have when we come back. What does corporate social responsibility really mean, and how can we be socially responsible for investing and understand all of that? You know, does it matter if your product's organic, uh, if it's made or created by somebody that's barely getting paid for it and that perhaps is under 10 years old? When we come back, we'll talk about what the standards are that Green America has set. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you tired of struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching to help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to make your life sing. Visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. 
Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yoga Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yoga Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight, and a yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Joining me here today, I'm so thrilled to have Executive Director um, Alisa uh, Kravitz, uh, Kravitz joining us here today uh, on the Dr. Pat Show. We're talking about Green America and much more. Uh, Alisa, thank you so much for joining us. I kind of saved this segment for last because I really think it's a it's a big conversation, uh, corporate social responsibility, social responsible investing, and fair trade and so much more, and what your seal of approval looks like. And so let's talk about Green America's Green Business Network, your seal of approval, and how you define the people that come to you and that you do give your seal of approval for. Well, at the Green America, we have a business network, and we um, have a seal of approval um, you could think of it as a good greenkeeping seal of approval, um, where we put um, businesses through the toughest standards in the country. We're basically looking for the top 5% of companies who are truly doing green. And so um, we put them through a process that starts um, with an application that probably takes them several hours to do, and then we go to in-person interviews, um, on-site processes, and um, we look through all of the public data uh, on them. So it's a very, very thorough process. And we're, again, looking for the top innovative com companies. We're looking in four areas. Um, environment, of course. Um, and in the environment, um, oh, my goodness, um, the things that we look at are just pages and pages long. We look at the products. We look at the production. Um, we make sure that the transportation is done right, um, the distribution is done right, uh, a long, long list. Um, we look at um, what we call um, social responsibility issues, which include all of the um, how is it produced. Um, it's not good enough if it's, if it's um, organic if, if the um, – if there's um, sweatshops in the supply chain. So we look to make sure that there's a living wage for everybody, um, not only in the company, but the contractors, um, that the companies have done site visits if they're doing business overseas, um, that they, so it's a very comprehensive social responsibility look. We then look at community impact to make sure the company is a good community system, citizen in the community where they live. And we look at customers. Do they treat their customers well? Um, uh, along with their community and their employees and the environment. So it's a stakeholder approach to make sure that the companies are truly innovative in every way. And the companies that get our seal of approval, um, we put on our website in our green pages area of the website so that no matter what you're looking for, if you want the best of the best, you can find it in green pages. 
Now, we also do um, another look-see at the very largest companies in the country. I was just going to ask you about that. I was just going to ask you about that because, you know, look, we're used to commercialization. Let's just be really clear about that. So we're we're really looking at commercials that get played on television, radio, so forth and so on. You know, products that have become household names. And I want to really have a conversation about that because, it's very difficult to have a large corporation that, you know, their their main products are cleaning materials, let's say. And I'm not going to mention any companies. But, you know, we large companies, mega corporations, what they produce are cleaning products, right? It's very difficult to have a, a conversation about them because there's a socially responsible part of, of the very fact that they're producing products that actually hurt us. But yet at, some, at the same time, we do expect them to have a socially responsible part of who they are. Am I right about that? That's right. One of the things that each of us can do, because we spend money every day, is demand that the largest companies in the world, in our country, um, in, clean up their act. And the good news is, is, is that it's been very effective. Company after company after company are taking next steps. Now, are they perfect? No. Um, but we have the power of the pocketbook. And um, every time we spend a dollar, we're literally voting with that dollar. We have the choice whether it goes to companies that are improving their practices or companies that don't care. And um, that's very important because you can vote with your doc- dollars. And you can also tell the company. Um, when consumers tell the companies why they're, do- they're purchasing or not purchasing from them, companies listen. In the olden days before the Internet, um, the research showed that, it's, that if as few as 2% of the cu- customers complain, that the companies will pay attention. Nowadays, they pay attention even faster because they know that each of us could get on our blog or on our Facebooks and complain. So um, you do have um, your consumer choice and your consumer voice is very powerful. And it's important. I mean, for example, we just one of the most recent studies we just did was looking at the airline industry, and we found it was shocking. In this day and age, um, most of the airlines are not doing very much recycling. But you know what? Every time you get on an airplane, you can ask, politely of course, um, the attendant, the flight attendant, and find out. And just by the very act of um, asking, um, we'll get major changes. And anyone who's interested in finding out what the big companies are doing um, are welcome to come to our website. We have a section of our website called Responsible Shopper. We look at the very biggest, the very largest, the largest companies, whether it's Walmart, whether it's United Airlines, um, whether it's Clorox, and we tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly of what they're doing. And we provide you a link to the company so that if you want to um, uh, complain or to compliment, you can do that directly and uh, change the shape of that com- company. I love what you're doing, and uh, what I want to ask you is, given everything, Elisa, that you see on a given day, what is the greatest challenge right now for us? What do you see as the greatest challenge um, that we in America, or let's just talk globally, what is the greatest challenge that people are faced right now in terms of folks that are just not getting on board? You know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. And you know what? I think you just put your finger on what I would say is the greatest challenge. We all have to open our hearts to take action on the things that we already know in our minds. Everyone in America knows what the problems are, that um, um, our food is, is not safe, that um, uh, we have to change the way we do energy, you know, that deep 
BHP oil disaster showed it to us, you know, 24-7. We already know all of this. Now what we have to do is open our hearts and say, you know what, there are real solutions out there. Um, people all over the country and all over the world are doing them. I'm going to become part of the solution. And it really is that idea of opening your heart, taking one step every day, taking the steps that you can do, and learning more and taking that next step. And that's truly how we're going to make the changes. That's how we've made enormous changes up to today, and that's what we're going to do in the future. And I invite everyone, everyone, everyone to be part of that. I thank you for all the things you have done. Um, I thank you, Dr. Pat, for the education you're giving people, and just invite everyone to stay involved. Um, mm. To We welcome people to our website at Green America. Well, we're gonna, when we come back from break, we're going to make sure they have the website and, again, the special offer. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have a wrap-up. Sounds perfect. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The stress detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Boy, this has been an incredible hour. Lisa Gravitz joining us here today, Executive Director of Green America. This is our one-minute wrap-up, Lisa, and I want to turn it over to you. What is your personal message? What do you want to leave everyone with today? What I want to leave everyone with is that... Um, Take your next green steps. It's a win for you and your family, your health. It's a win for the planet. It's a win for your pocketbook. I want to invite everyone to our website, greenamerica.org, um, to take the next steps and learn. It's all free. We've got lots of great steps you can take there. And if you want to become a member of Green America, we have a special offer. Come to our website, and uh, um, you can sign up for $10, or give us a call at 1-800-58-GREEN. Um, it's ordinarily $20. It's $10 if you mention Dr. Pat, and we're going to share half of that with the Dr. Pat Show because of the amazing and important educational work they do here. So um, there's no better way than to become a member. We're going to give you the latest information hot off our presses, 24-7, um, um, all year long. Um, the next issue of our magazine is going to be about um, organic food, what's absolutely necessary to um, go organic with, um, what you can buy conventional and still be safe. It's going to be very important for your family. So please join us at greenamerica.org or 1-800-58-GREEN. Mention Dr. Pat. All right, everyone. Elisa, thank you so much for a fabulous show. I know there was so much more we could talk about, and I know you'll come back, won't you? Oh, my goodness. It was so much fun. And, Dr. Pat, thanks for the, the awesome work that you do um, to bring all of this information to everyone out there. And we're just warming up, everybody. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. As I've said before, you're the best listeners on the planet. Thanks to 
all of you for making this happen. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.